Welcome to The Constant Flow, a podcast for overthinkers, anxious teens and their socially challenged mums trying to navigate life. Meet Socially Awkward Mum, Sam for short, an introvert faking extroversion, her kryptonite is small talk. Sam's a wife, mum, teacher and filmmaker, trying to balance all roles and still be her. She loves new kids on the block, essential oils and believes that TV is life. Her podcasting partner in crime is Anxiety Boy. Let's call him AB, deep thinker, burner of midnight oil and constant replayer of moments and conversations already passed and long forgotten by others. AB is a Green Day idiot with a gaming heart. Hello. Everybody, I am Sam. Sam, I am. Sam, I am. I do not like green eggs and ham. I do not like them either, but I am actually Sam, and you're with us on The Constant Flow. Thanks for joining us again. We hope you've had a great week. Normal eggs and ham are okay, though. We're going to start tonight's, um, this week's episode, we're going to start it with a bit of a disclaimer, um, because the topic, the main topic of conversation in our episode is going to be anxiety and mental health issues, um, though we will delve off into other conversation and um, that is... Um, that is always going to be our starting point um, and that is the main sort of focus of the podcast. So we just want to take a moment to remind you that um, what we're sharing is our own personal journey, um, our own personal experiences and we recommend that you um, always seek medical advice when treating anxiety and mental health issues, that you talk to people, that you um, are open and honest and that you get medical professional advice because we are not medical professionals. I'm a teacher. And um, if you have anxiety or your anxiety and anxiety triggers may differ from ours. Exactly. So it's really important that you are open and honest and you seek help when needed. Um, So... Yeah, I just wanted to check in and from time to time I will remind everyone because it's really important. But what we think is really, really important in this world is that there is more conversation around anxiety and mental health. Um, I was listening to a talk on the radio. No, I think it was a YouTube clip and it was um, somebody who was talking about his mental health experiences and he was talking about how you know, when you have a broken arm, people can see it. And when you, um, when you are really um, unwell, when you're in a wheelchair, people can see it or whatever. But mental health is, is unusual in that you can't see it. And, um, and we've lived in... Can't see it till it gets very, very until bad. Until it's really bad because people... Um, I think a lot of that is because people haven't been open in the past. So... We're here to to start the conversation and to continue um, talking about it so that um, we can hopefully spread that and that more people will be open and honest. Um, AB has his cup of tea. Tonight I'm drinking lemon, lime and bitters as we chat. And we're going to get... Fancy, fancy. Fancy. We're going to get into um, anxiety moment of the week. So, AB... Have you had a particularly anxious moment this week? Probably not. Probably this is not. some of the weeks I can say I probably haven't as 
I have been not doing much. Yeah, because you're on school holidays at the moment. I sleep and I don't talk to people outside of my family, which is usually the people that cause anxiety. <laughs> Your family? No. <laughs> <laughs> the I, people outside. We got an anxiety moment of the week. This is it right now. Me oh. failing at speaking. <laughs> no, no. I get that. So you feel more comfortable when you're inside your safety, the safety of home. The safety of Greenstone Manor. Of Greenstone Manor. Um, well, I want to expand on that because I haven't had a, a particularly bad moment this week. But I did have a little, a brief moment. Oh, no, tell a lie. I had a little, a mini panic attack today. So one of my big triggers is money and financial strain. It probably goes back to a time around when you were born. Um, my husband had cancer and I had already left my job. I was retraining. I was a TV producer and I was retraining to become a teacher. And I'd already left my job and I had you at home and my husband got cancer and that was pretty massive, but he couldn't work. And the financial burden was really full on. And I'd always been really in control of our finances. So the burden of not knowing, like I did everything to make money. Um, you know, I was selling graphics work online and just everything I could to make extra cash. And not knowing week to week how I was paying my bills caused me a lot of stress. And I think I'm still recovering from that. Um, even though now we... we do okay you know we both work full-time we run a business on, pretty on top of it now. yeah it's pretty it's on top really the mental it's still there so today yeah. I got a parking ticket while I was out having coffee and I still felt and I thought about it moment at that time because I thought about how do I describe this later on because I started to have a bit of a mini panic attack and what I did to pull myself out of it was take a moment to mind to mindfully look at what my symptoms were and the way I would describe what I was feeling was there was a moment where my heart my chest felt like it was sinking and it was tightening around you my heart you felt that before yeah it was like a, a, a sinking cave-in feeling around my heart it's a feeling that I get when people get angry when people yeah for example if dad it's angry if I do something wrong. That's the that's the feeling. That's feeling. the symptom. Yep. So what I did in that moment was I looked at the ticket. It was seventy nine dollars, which is effectively that's a fair bit of money for a parking ticket, you know. Um, and Depends on where you are. I, yeah, I raced through what $79 would get me. So tomorrow I'm having a massage and I was like, that would cover that, you know, and I did all of those things and that's where my, my anxiety was building. And so I took a moment to acknowledge what I was feeling and then to say to myself, there is more money coming. And um, it seemed to get me through. I also rang my husband because I know he's really blasé about those sorts of things, which, you know, would normally frustrate me. But in that moment when I was anxious, it was great to hear him say, oh, you know, come on. Like, it doesn't matter. Who gives a crap Think about a parking ticket? Yeah. Are you okay? Is the car okay? There's nothing's happened. There's been no accident. 
let's be real. So that really helped me. I think a lot of people would say, just don't think about it. And a lot of people don't realise that's not an option. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like people would probably say to me, oh, don't even worry about it. Don't think about it anymore. But I couldn't do that. I needed to sit in my anxiety and to acknowledge those moments. And then I was able to, I needed to experience it to let it go. So, um, that's what I've found denying my feelings doesn't help at all. Um, I need to experience it, which sounds weird because I have to experience the anxiety, but by experiencing it, acknowledging it, looking at it. And I mean, you know, concentrating on where I'm feeling it because I have physical reactions to anxiety by doing that, I am able to let go. So. I, um, I think it's really, that's been my anxiety moment of the week. Um, next week when we do it, what you might do, AB, is think about any anxiety experience. It doesn't have to be from this past week. Because We're just I sharing our moments. Um, big pun? I probably won't have an answer, but... Yeah, because it's another week of holidays. If we're going to be able to do any time, there's plenty of examples. Well, I could have, yeah, you might save um, our big argument where you... Oh, we don't need to... <laughs> don't no, want to do that. Didn't, that didn't even happen. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, so, we're moving on to no small talk. So, there's no small talk here as I ask AB about what do you dream about? I take... So, <laughs> I thought about the answer. And I know the answer. But I thought about how to explain it. It's like taking assets and races and stuff from World of Warcraft and then using it to forge my own world. Your own what? World. So when you're dreaming at night, when you eventually go to sleep, because you're a bit of an insomniac. Just a little bit. When you do go to sleep, your dreams are about what? It's a world. The world is called Kazoth which I made a god language, a bit of one, not everything, because it's not necessary, but because off would mean abandoned, as there is a great evil sleeping at the bottom of the sea. Wow. So you've created a, a whole world, a myth, mythical... Yeah, is that the right would, word? Yeah, it'd be the thousand, the beast with a thousand eyes. Once all the eyes open, the end of the world is that's it it's the world is over yeah can you stop the eyes from opening you can prevent it because it, i the you can prevent it long enough i guess um and you actually dream about this yeah because there's a lot of things it's not just the events gradually happening what would open the eyes there's actual civilizations i've built on there and um an empire a all these other things ab has a has drawn this up yeah on a map so we might be able to show everybody in our on the facebook page don't actually have it i don't i don't, i haven't specified where the the great sleeper is Okay, but you can show us the world. So what does the world look like? Okay, so in the right corner, not right, left corner, there is a 
there's a section of the world or a continent called Raythala, which Raythala. has... Raythala. Yeah. It was the homeland of wraiths uh, and Scott, multiple other races. Um, but there's three provinces. If you're into like Elder Scrolls, that's what they'd be called in that, or countries or just whatever. So a lot of it's based on like, or stems from, the starting point is World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft, Elder Scrolls, fantasy. Yeah. Basically, it's fabulous. But Wraithlon <clears throat> is Wraith and Len in the Konkarian tongue because the native, the now native. What's Konkarian? Konkarian is Konkara is a place. In, in your spot. world. Yeah. Or in somebody else's world. No, in my world. In your world. And the Konkarians ventured off some of them and built their own nation, which was Wraithlon. Okay. And slayed the Wraith. Now, what's the world called again? Kazoth. Kazoth. Is that, so that's like Earth? Yeah. And then... Wraithland. Wraithland. Is, is that like Australia? It's heavily inspired by Scotland. Okay. <laughs> That's why it's my favourite. So we're back to Scotland. No, not really. It's just... It was really just the map. I put it northern. And I really like how Scotland looks on a map. It's like really jagged and all that. So I put that in. And just south of... Wraithland is a country called Skara. Skara. Skara, yeah. And... Skara, no, Skara. Is that, I don't know. From, to, I think I'm singing the wrong words. Go. To the, to the east is a country called Labrin. Labrin. And, yeah, and that's all the countries in Rathala. But there's another one called Azanoth. Yep. I don't remember all the countries. Not because well. there's a lot. And you just name them every time. How long have you Not been? every time. Because now that I've got a set map, something I made and yeah. confirmed that this is what it looks like. Yep. I don't have to rename them. But there's uh, Kyrson is like the center and where the, like the kingdom, the main kingdom of the world, the alliance, the empire, whatever you want to call it, stems from. Okay. To the north, I think it's... To the north, there's a country called Angrathun. Yeah. And, yeah, just goes on and on. And so you you dream about this? Yeah. You sure? Kind like of think it up and then in the morning I kind of put it down. So are you thinking about it as you're going to sleep, do you think? Yeah. Yeah. And then you'll continue to dream about it. Okay. It's interesting. Maybe you'll make a movie about it when you're older or write a book. I have been writing a book about it. Have you? Yeah. I called it Malorian Chronicles. Okay. However, it was about a previous design of the world. Okay. So I'd need to write yeah, a different okay. one to match up with the current design. And where do you write it? On my laptop. Okay. I didn't know that. There you go. And for fun, I translated in into Gaelic, which is Scottish. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this is a bit like a free flow, which is where you get to talk about anything you want. So maybe you want to talk about something else. For, well, I mean, I can continue on with that for free for a later, but that is what I dream about, so it's... Yeah, like, that is what you dream about. Can't really answer anything else. No. That's what I mainly dream about. Is it? I have a recurring That's dream cool. sometimes. I haven't had it for a while ago. For a while. It's about my my grandfather, who I was really close to. 
I see him on the street and he's like, hey, you forgot that I was alive. And then I go, oh my goodness, I did. And he's been passed away since like 1990, 1995. It'd be pretty disturbing. It is. I used to wake up really, really sad. I don't know if it was like my subconscious telling me I hadn't thought about him for a while. It's been a little while since I have dreamt it. But it used to, yeah, wake me up and make me feel like I'd feel sad. Mm. Mm. I'd be an odd type. Yeah. Thing. But anyway, it's, um, I guess I, I do, I mean, I, I always think about him, but. I think it was some sort of subconscious meaning like that. I don't know. Um, so I just thought with free flow, you might expand then on um, what else have you learned about Scotland this week? AB still walking around in a as much tartan as possible. So what have you well, learned? At the moment, but yeah, usually. This <laughs> I, I can't I still do it I don't like some of the wars they took part in which is most of them they're part of Britain but what did you ask me to do the other night what did you come into my room late at night and say Oi. hey mum embarrass no I wanted to get a bagpipe you want to get your own set of bagpipes. Mm -hmm. Do you want to have lessons? What did I say to you? I'm going to have lessons. Yeah. And you got to see how long you want to do it. I like instruments like that, though. Like, ones that you, like, you get things like mandolin or very cultural type things. Yeah. Folk things. You can play folk songs. Folk. Yeah. Folk. Folk. I don't folk. think you say it with the L really. Folk songs. Folk. Maybe you do. Maybe folk. my... No. I don't know. We're, know. A, we're Australian. We have an excuse. <laughs> we have an excuse. Oh, you're banging down your coffee cup. Apologies so, to everyone listening. You can cut that out. Um, I'll try to. Alright. So that was free flow. We're going to talk about um, the segment that what I was calling Mother Knows Best. I might just call it Sam Knows Best. Sam's knowledge. Sam's wisdom. The deepest uh, chambers of Sam's brain. The deepest, no, because it's just going to be a bit of advice about something that I'm I doing. I want the deepest chambers to be thing. You want the deepest chambers? We'll work on that. Maybe that can be the philosophy question. The deepest chambers anyway i'm going to talk about um how i've been using um essential oils to manage my anxiety it's been going on for like a year yeah i've been to using since july last year was when i first started using um oils and i began with um i used doTERRA um, which is just because, again, because of my money anxiety, I've, um, I've done some research and looked at more affordable ones and, um, different models. And I struggle with the party plan aspect of doTERRA, et cetera, et cetera. But, 
Um, I've found I really like doTERRA products. So pushing through all of that anxiety, um, I invested in the Home Essential kit. And probably the one that I use the most to benefit, there's, there's probably a couple. I use, um, from the Home Essentials kits, I use one called uh, Frankincense, which people would know from as the king of oils. It's one of the ones that was taken to baby Jesus. So if it's good enough for baby Jesus, it's good enough for me. Frankincense. Um, and it's one of the oils known to cross the blood-brain barrier. And I take a drop under my tongue. So there's some people who don't... Um, there's a couple of different models of aromatherapy and some don't say ingest and some do. And anyway, do your own research, but I am comfortable with it. And I take a drop under my tongue um, during highly anxious times. And um, yeah, I find it really helps me. So then the rest I've been using in an aromatic way. So using in a diffuser and the one that had my first real um real assistance for my anxiety was um one called balance um and as the name suggests it's a grounding blend so i diffused that um and i was using it as a perfume so aromatic dressing um and i would find if i was feeling a bit anxious uh, this was while I was transitioning off my medication um, with the supervision of my GP. Um, I would take three, you know, put a drop or on my wrist and I'd do three quick breaths. You've also been into spearmint. It was really quite grounding. Yeah, at the moment I'm feeling really drawn to spearmint. So, yeah, I just... Um, helps, I do as well. Yeah, you do. unblocks madness. Yep. And do you know, so yeah, Ava uses peppermint and he says it's because it really helps him unblock. So in the midst of a panic attack, I have seen he has gotten it. And that day that you're walking around and you're using it, I think that's about letting more oxygen in because you have trouble with your nose blocking, don't you? And so when... blocked. Yeah. And when you're upset and in the midst of a panic attack, then it's going to be worse. But... Yeah, you reach for peppermint, take a breath, and it really seems to open up your airways and allow yeah more deep breaths into your body, which anxiety is all about finding, managing it is all about finding your breath, and um, that's might be my experience anyway. You've also been using some oils and some kombucha you've been brewing? I have. I'm making kombucha, which... Speaking of brewing, we should try and brew ginger beer. Okay. Just because Gran told me that her mum did it and Pa's mum did it. It'd be okay. like a family tradition. Okay. Well, let me master we my kombucha. Let me master my kombucha and we'll let people know um, if we are going to brew ginger beer. Um, like so, ginger beer. philosophical muse- musings. How will humans as a species go ex- exist? Coexist with go go extinct. extinct. How will well, humans go as a species go extinct? There's many options. If nuclear warfare happens, that's probably the best answer. Do you think nuclear warfare is not is a possibility? I think people are smarter than to do that, but you never know. 
Because, I mean, it's obviously going to damage... Apparently, there's enough nukes in the sky to destroy the world, like, 12 times over. Really? Uh... So how are... Hopefully, their Donald Donald Trump is a little bit smarter than to destroy the world 12 times over. Do you think he is? I hope so. Yeah, it's funny that you can't say yes. It's funny that we have to say I hope he is. We hope that it comes down to him being smart. Anyway, that's um, another question. What are not, the other, possi- other possible uh, ways? Global, that... global warming yeah. and climate change. Yep. Do you think they're real? The, the sea could rise uh, up and swallow a lot of the world. Yep. And yeah, I, I believe in global warming. You can feel it if you were back 10 years ago. It's not as... You were like a baby 10 years ago. I'm not talking about for me. It was like five years ago for me, but yeah. you can still feel it. You can feel a change. But I was talking to you if you went back 10 years ago. Yes, yeah, so I agree. <clears throat> there is certainly a change in where we live. Or if we manage to not get ourselves killed by any of that, we're eventually going to die out anyway because of something, the sun exploding. Listen. The sun's going to explode? Yeah, it's what most of those suns do eventually. Do they? We're not going to be alive for it. Yeah, most of them do end up exploding. Now, whether we have the technology to get out of the Milky Way, which will be completely wiped from existence, uh, up for debate. So do you think about, like, because one of your things is that you catastrophize things. Think- the sun exploding, I don't because I'm not going to be alive for that. But there's a possibility I'll be alive for nuclear warfare. Yeah. Or a World War Three. Okay. See, I don't, I don't think about those things. Well, I mean, I hear some of Donald Trump's stuff with North Korea, and I think, oh, you know, some of his Twitter rants and stuff. But then I, I'm able to just stop thinking about that. Do you think about it a lot? Yeah. Too much for my own good. Is that the sort of stuff that you're thinking about at night as well? Yeah. Sometimes. Usually, as I said, I made this world as a distraction, actually. That's what I make the world to do. As a distraction from my... Me thinking about those things. I made it as a distraction and it works. Yeah. Me building this place that doesn't exist helps. That's cool. And that's why... Like, that's also why I like WoW. It helps a lot. I can get the story. Like, if Dad plays it, he says he doesn't get into the story. Me, I like reading the books, watching the videos of the lore, and just getting into the story of a world that doesn't exist. Of a world that's interesting with civilizations that couldn't possibly exist in the real world. Yeah. Finding secrets of... Things that are all just in another person's imagination. An imagination that's similar to mine. Yep. And it helps with making my world as well. Getting ideas from other places. Like Lord of the Rings, The Elder Scrolls and Warcraft. Yep. All those things. They become stimulus for your own creativity. Mm. And then you don't have to think about stuff. Mm. How they build the races differently 
in yeah. Lord of the Rings, the orcs are bad, but in WoW, they're just misunderstood. Okay. Um, they did do bad things in the past, but... Like, do you have do you have orcs in your world? Yeah. Yeah. I've always thought about... Are they about, bad or are they I misunderstood? I haven't thought about it. I haven't fleshed them out yet. <laughs> but, like, I thought of a world, it'd be interesting to see them flip the ideas of it on their head. Kind of like that Will Smith one where they brought fantasy into modern day. Okay. What if they made the orcs the very snobby elf type people, but then made elves the people and tribes? I always thought that'd be interesting to see. Okay. That sounds and like something I don't understand. <laughs> well, Wow has been doing it recently with the trolls, and they have an empire with buildings made out of gold and things like that, and that's where I got the idea from. It's just interesting to see how different people handle the same story. Yep, that is interesting. Well, we've covered a bit tonight. Is it already the end? It is already the end. We're it at is. the end of our journey. Well, um, that was a felt like a fast one. Well, it was thirty. We're on thirty-two, <laughs> so I like um I like to keep it around thirty. I think that's that's good for people listening. How long so, do conversations go for? Most people get annoyed when they go for an hour. Yeah. It's not good. No. The small talk's bad. Very long talk is bad. Somewhere in no, the middle. No long talk. Somewhere in the middle is good. Yeah. But we we do like deeper... Yeah. Running out of ideas to talk about and then it just causes the next awkward moment of the week. Yeah. And but we we don't have... Yeah, but we don't run out of ideas. We could talk forever, but... Well, we need to keep this... I could talk to forever about WoW or the made-up world that I've the made, made up but world. I feel yeah. like bad poor people. Yeah. So I'm not going to go on. Nah. I, like, I find it interesting that... that uh, and I think it's interesting exploring why you created that. That yeah. you created also, it to stop thinking about issues in this world. Yeah, escape that, to another world. That's yeah, why that people you. books or... Yeah, that, that is. Or watch films I, or... That's why I make worlds and play video games. It's yeah. an escape from... Yeah, but you've got to be... It's not... I'm not particularly bad at the moment because like, I haven't seen a lot. But, like, when I watch the news, I do get particularly stressed. Yeah. And... But it's important that you... See, we've got to find out... You've got to be able to exist in this world I, and I know can. what goes on. I can exist. I'm a functioning human of society. Okay. I definitely. And I've also been getting into the Elder Scrolls. Okay. Well, you can tell me about that later or we'll come back to it next week. We might wrap it up for the moment. Um everybody. Um hopefully everyone has a great week and take care of each other. Um we will see you on episode 4 next week. Uh, reach out if you'd like to chat to us or share some of your coping strategies with anxiety. Maybe one day enough people will watch it where we can put in a segment where we read hate comments. Yeah, no, we don't and want then hate laugh comments. Laugh about it. No, we'd love to read positive comments though. So no, I like reading. Hate I have comments awesome. That are stupid. Yeah, but I don't think we'll get that. Um, I have awesome feedback from some of my. Fabulous friends online. Shout out to Kelly who's been listening. The block person. The block person. I'm sure she'll appreciate being known as the block. I don't know what you call yourself. <laughs> Blockheads. Blockheads? Because that just sounds like people that watch the block. Yeah, we've got a TV show here called 
and they get uh, called the block. But not, not us, we are Blockhead Sisters. Anyway, wrapping it up, I am Sam. And I am Abba. And thanks for joining us on The Constant Flow. Thank you. Goodbye. I appreciate each and every one of you. If you're enjoying our podcast, please consider giving us a five-star rating on iTunes. You can also find us on YouTube, Stitcher and SoundCloud. Don't forget to visit our Facebook page, The Constant Flow Podcast, for show notes and resources.